Hello, this is Divinely Speaking Unplug, and I am your host, Divine Sunshine. Welcome. This is a controversial topic that I want to talk about, which is all karma or karmics aren't bad. I was watching the Free Guy episode, and I said I was going to continue on with that. And it was interesting that if you look and you compare it to Twin Flame Journey, how the thing of the of the main character Free Guy was an unawakened divine, as it which played the role as a uh, AI intelligence, which was in that world of them in the programming of the game system if you have not seen that uh he was a guy that ridden along and did everything just mundane same routine habitual daily in daily out got coffee worked at the bank bank was held up okay they shoot they take the money we put out uh, we're down on the ground we like let them take it we talk it's so mundane that we have even conversations about uh the day and things like that because we're so used to it actually happening every day that the bank gets robbed so he um walks down the street on lunchtime i believe and i might be mixing it up uh and this young lady walk a young lady walks past and she's singing the Mariah Carey song, Sweet Dreams, and Sweet Fantasy, or Sweet Dreams, Sweet Fantasy, baby. Uh, and when she's humming it, he's like, whoa, wait a second, that's, that's, that's like the song. And he was just talking about the woman of his dreams and him being able to find a person. And then she walks past, and he's like, that's her, that's it. From that point on, it awakens him. He wants to, again, obtain the glasses uh, that mostly superheroes only have. His friend keeps on telling him, hey, she out of your league. She's a superhero. She got glasses on. You know you, you're not in that, which means representing in the, in the journey of the twin flames would be that she's divine. She's awakened. She already knows her power. She already knows how to use it. And here you are just coming along trying to use it. And she's out your league. But he's like, no, that's the one. As the course of him interacting with her and telling her, and she telling him, you know, what things he has to do. And he's got to get a score of 100 to be able to even talk to her or hang out with him, uh, with her. Uh, he goes and obtains that. He goes, does things. He finds his own niche, his own mission in there, which is not to be killing the bad guys, but to save and, you know, the ones that can't save themselves. That's his mission. Uh, and so that's how he earns his points because he's like, I'm not going to kill anybody. That's not in my M.O., but I will beat up somebody and, you know, to be able to protect those who are less being able to protect themselves. And so, you know, they develop a relationship, you know, kiss, whatever, through the matrix of the, uh, of the whole program. And, you know, as we're on the outside, the humans, we find out that, hey, this guy you know, most of them have avatars. Their avatars is actually somebody who is actually programming and doing all these things, telling them to kick and things and manipulating and them also running each one of the avatars that's in the program. And they try to find out who is the programmer for this one. And this person don't exist because this is an AI intelligence that believes that it is really actually real and is going off his own programming. He don't need nobody running him. 
Uh, and it's interesting to get in enough, as I talk about in the other past programs, uh, episodes rather, that um, how that's the way as far as us on this journey is supposed to be going is that, again, a lot of us is going to find ourselves unplugging from the matrix and creating our own. We hear the beat to our own drum. So him and the young lady that develop on the outside, this other young man is really helping the young lady. Uh, really um, too because what happened was again somebody had stole their gaming idea and they were working for the man that had created that had stole their idea and was trying to like revamp and change it and you know once he found out about this free guy taking off and he didn't understand how the the one who just uh, awakened it became they wanted to shut it down which uh, sounds like again us on the twin flame path some kind of outer forces is trying to shut us and not help us to stay on the path but shut us down um and a lot of times so at the end of the program uh, of the movie the young man um the young lady told him you know listen here this i'm not of this world you know i'm human i can't live in this world like this and in the meantime her being and interacting with the free guy Miller, I think that's her name. She had learned uh, that the young man that was working with her, and they both had created the gaming program together, was actually uh, uh, he was in love with her. He had named, he had really had programmed things of the young man uh, that's in the program, the AI, really after some things that he had seen and uh, interacted with her as a human being in, in real life had really had put all those things in the program and that's because he had been paying attention to every little detail and so then at the end uh you know it came to her like oh my god this guy really loves me and he's really the one um because before she thought she was attracting a lot of losers she didn't understand why she couldn't find the one what was going on what was wrong with her and so the free guy, the AI intelligence, did like he really had understood. He said, "You know, I already know what you're about to tell me. You can't live in this world. We got to end this. Yada yada yada. I understand." And so she's like, "Yeah." Now, if we fast forward and we look and see about the role of the karmic again, and that's the hard lessons. The AI intelligence really was the superhero Miller that was in there, the young lady that he had fell in love in the program with, actually served as also a, she was divine, she woke him up, but like I said before, sometimes the divines have to act as the karmic, give them the hard lessons, they help to wake up the ones that are truly divine and have not known that they are divine. And by him choosing that day again somebody would say well he's just a regular joe but again we know that really on this path of where we're going that someday everybody else is going to be divine as well and so through her interactions with the higher um the higher functioning um soulmate which would be um, the young man, because they had so many things that was in common, like they both liked bubblegum ice cream, they both liked the song by Mariah Carey, those things, although the young man had programmed that into the young man in some ways, um, the AI rather. 
that was came to a part, and that's a lot of times what we're talking about with the soulmates, the higher fuck soulmates. That's where they resonate on that same frequency, the same programming that seems the same. So, because of her interaction with him, helped her to really truly understand and see who was the one, which is that guy who had actually helped her to create the program. That's why we say again, a lot of times when we talk about the karma or the lessons that we're learning or the karmics, which will be the person who is serving up the lessons to us, that they're not really the bad guys. We look at them and we see them in the bad role, but again, their role is again to help us with Dharma, to put us on the road as to where we need to actually point us in the direction as to where we really actually need to go. And that hit me last night. I was like, this man, he was so the little AI, what they call him, free guy, was so sweet and so like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to do anything. But at the same time, the young lady was divine. And even through her tough love of showing him and saying, okay, you got to go get them 100 points again before we even think about talking, before I can even interact with you. In her way, she was still being karmic as well because she was giving them a hard lesson that say you got to go out there and learn, develop, become awakened, and now you become a superhero just like me. And from that, she's like, okay, now we're on the same level. Now we're on the same playing field. Now I can talk and interact with you. And although at the end of the day, she's like, you know, this is not the world I can really truly believe to live in. That is where some of our divine persons are going to find themselves in there where they're saying, okay, this is nice where we are. This is nice being in this environment, but I can't really truly live in this world because this is not really the world that I'm meant to live in. I'm not built for this type of life. I can function, but at the same time, there's a dualityness of it where she's got to be half in the program, the computer program, and half in the real world. In order for it to go into that, she's got to go into the computer, which is artificial. It's not really truly living the true divineness or your authenticity of the person that you're supposed to be by being in the program. So she had to again choose again as far as through the interaction and learning this lesson of being with the free guy that again what is really truly real is the person that I'm looking for really truly right there in front of me. And a lot of times when we're dealing with our divine persons uh, they really are not able to see the forest uh, beyond the trees because they're looking at the other things that the programmings of things they have been told to them. This is how your person's going to look. This is what they're going to do. And a lot of times the person, the divine person that they're looking for is right there with them. They just can't understand because, again, it's the environment the surroundings, they might make them difference. But once they go through the situation or the interactions or the conflicts and the lessons learned through interacting with the higher functioning soulmate, they'll truly be able to see that, hey, where is truly the world in which they're supposed to live in? 
So I just wanted to come on here. I know we had been through this before. I had gotten off of it because I had gotten beaten up so many times. That how can you dare say that karmics are divine? I can't understand that. But again, last night through the movie, it showed that all of them. Now, yes, are they all is just like everything else, like Popeye's chicken. You got mild, you get extra spicy, and you got all different types of flavors of them. They turn on the heat. As far as what we really need to know, and it helps us to really truly grow. And sometimes they have to put on that nasty suit in order for you to really truly start to understand the business about what they want you to change and evolve. So yes, are there some nasty ones out there? Yes. But again, I want to also give you a new perspective and a different perspective that all of them are not always bad. Alright then, if you need any um, services from me as far as either um, me looking in spiritually or any spiritual coaching, please go to DivineUnisouls11.co and if you're interested in any other things such as past life regression sessions or even looking at uh, what things are pain and emotions that's housing your body that's showing up that's making you not be able to function physically or properly, make sure you go to ashantiwellnesscenter.com and for you to be able to get some kind of services so we can work those things out. All right, thank you for finding me as always and listening and always go out there and shine and stay uplifted, stay motivated, stay ascended. Namaste and namago. I'm <laughs> sorry.